So the question is this, how do you become a healthy, lean and fit vegan all while having fun and making it a sustainable lifestyle you enjoy living? If you want to know the secrets to losing fat effortlessly, building vegan muscle and positively impacting the people around you every single day, then this is the right podcast for you. I am Fritz Horstmann. This is the Vegan Fitness Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Plant-Based Fitness Secrets Podcast, the podcast for you if you're trying to lose fat, gain muscle, and transform your health on a plant-based diet. And every week we bring you episodes on all things plant-based nutrition, training, mindset, and it's not just me doing the podcast at the moment. Um, I've finally found uh, amazing um, guests, or not guests, but even uh, co-hosts for, for, for the show, and one of our amazing coaches our head coach Chiara has been part of the podcast for yeah for the past few weeks and months and uh, she's back so how are you doing I'm good thanks for having me back I I really love doing this and I think they have a huge impact uh, we're starting to get requests on, on topics to discuss as well so that's quite interesting yeah exactly definitely if you if you listen to this and you have a request for a topic as well don't hesitate to message me or message Chiara on Instagram. Unfortunately, you can't really message on the podcast. Uh, I wish they would have this feature at some point, being able to message with listeners. But um, yeah, for now, you can go to Instagram and request the topic. And yeah, we're actually going into, um, we're approaching like 400 episodes now, like still in the early 300s, but I still don't have like, I still have so much stuff to talk about. Like there's still so much content because, and you probably agree, like working with people one-on-one and helping them through the challenges. Like you have endless topics uh, that you can cover as I'm always excited to, to hop on. Um, something that recently came up and obviously is a, in general, very big topic is motivation, right? So when it comes to achieving your fitness goals, achieving your health goals, staying on track, not getting discouraged and having the motivation to, to keep going is one of the main predictors of success and one of the main ingredients for success, I would say. Um, and maybe just to start off, Chiara, for you and your fitness journey, was it always easy for you to be motivated to stay on track or what was that like for you when you maybe first started um, along your journey? Um, that's a very, very good question. First of all, I wanted to mention your other podcast, which I was listening to these days. And I love how like straight you were like, just fucking do it. And sometimes that's, you know, it's the best, it's the best motivation. It's like, just push yourself to do it. And in my journey of, you know, being healthier and getting healthier, sometimes, you know, mental strength is enough. But I see it becomes much easier when you have something that actually works because then it's obvious why you should be doing it and it makes it much easier to go. So I would say when I was doing the wrong things and uh, I didn't get the results quick enough or you know good results or good enough results, then it, it needed to be a much um, stronger willpower, much stronger uh, mind strength, of really having to push myself to do something without 
seeing results. And when I moved, uh, you know, to more uh, body weight or um, calisthenics with a pole dancing, for example, and then after, you know, with with gym and, and more structure, weightlifting program, then the motivation kind of came back uh, you know, very quickly because the results were obvious. Uh, you have the immediate after gym pump, let's say, right, where you're feeling very, very strong, you know, very, like, uh, your posture improves. You really feel like the blood pumping in your in your veins. And, you know, immediately you feel this, this kind of feeling that the next day you have the soreness, right, which a lot of people think is a you know something negative but actually what we hear from our client is like oh yeah like this new workout series was so good i felt so the next day like i know it's working right so we love the soreness exactly we love that's the best feeling that's what you know when you lay on the couch and you can't move anymore you're like yes it worked <laughs> exactly so uh i think these are these are the the two phases of, you know, when I was running a lot, of course, I had motivation of, of doing a better time or a longer distance, but it wasn't really physically motivated. Um, my body wasn't really changing that much. Uh, actually, it wasn't improving uh, yeah. for me. Uh, but this That's is my personal about. experience, right? Not all runners are having issues with uh, with fat loss, uh, but with, the, with gym and, and with pole dancing, and also yoga, these were very, very easy for me to, to keep on going. Uh, when you pass those first 10 seconds where you're like, oh, should I go? Should I not go? And then you actually, you know, stand up and, and move your butt. Um, that's it. That's mm -hmm. really the hardest part. There are some really good points there on, on one level saying that you need to do something that you enjoy. That's the first thing in terms of exercise. If you don't enjoy it long term, obviously in the beginning, it might still suck, right? Because you are just getting started. But in general, if, you, if you're if you liking the sport or the type of exercise you do, then you're gonna do it more often and then it will lead to more results. And then also, like you said, when you see the first results coming in, I always like to say results create belief and that will in turn lead to motivation because when you see results in the mirror, you start believing that it is possible, like my body can change and I can achieve this look. And then that in turn will lead to continued motivation. Unfortunately, that's I think where a lot of people fall off their journey. It's because they, like you said, they start something and then they don't see results. And then they're just like, why should I keep going? And there's no reason uh, why I should keep going. And that's why for us in our program, we put a big emphasis on delivering results fast uh, without being obviously too aggressive with our approaches but still showing our clients that, hey, like you can see results in day one. You can get rid of bloating in three days or in seven days. Um, you can lose five pounds in two weeks or less. And then you can, they realize, wow, like I have it in me and I can actually do this. Like it's possible. And that creates like so much, so much motivation and yeah, it's really helps useful. people. Especially for those that have tried so many things, right? They are like, they have the hope and they have the will to change something, but they've been let down so many times by, you know, 
really restrictive diets or crazy workout plan. I was I was speaking with somebody yesterday in one of our calls, or, um, somebody else's client, another coach's client, of like, oh, you know, last year I was dieting and I got all these results so quickly. And I was like, well, did it last? It's like, no. So I can imagine that if you're coming from, I've already done this, I've already lost these 10 pounds, you know, a year before or two years, you know, before, it might be hard to get the motivation, but then when you are finding something that works for you, which is, you know, quite, you know, normal for us because it's, it's based on science, so it works for everybody, but, uh, you know, they have to feel it for themselves. It's like, oh, okay, this is working for me and this is the last thing I need to try. So then the motivation really kicks in and we really try to to boost the first weeks, uh, you know, um, as much as we can, talking every day, sending encouragement, you know, sending uh, data, uh, getting them to get small re um, rewards mm -hmm. by tracking, you know, our app is amazing. Everybody really uh, talks, uh, in, you know, really good things about our app. It's like, oh, I love it so much when I go to workout and the app will tell me I had three, you know, personal best last time and every week is like this and you know, I love getting my steps done and marked it done and completed and I get a high five. So we have these small, quick, yes. uh, you know, fast uh, rewards. And then we have a Wednesday, you know, day where we share our wins. And then, you know, by the end of the week, maybe they have lost the five pounds or the one, two pounds, or they have lost the bloating. So we, we push this reward system as much as we can uh, until then yes. is in their nature. That's amazing. The, the data and the the data and the rewards those are huge points like on the one side having um having the data points knowing okay like am i actually moving forward to the goal in terms of weight in terms of waste uh, in terms of other metrics um and then having this gamification of the high five of new personal best being shown um and also the wednesday every wednesday is wednesday so we always celebrate our wins together as a community um, and if you listen to this right now and you feel kind of discouraged or you feel not motivated, it's hard for you to stay on track, then firstly, like we talked about, have an approach that you enjoy, that you can sustain, but also have the data points that are laid out for you um, where you know exactly, hey, if I hit these numbers, I'm doing good. And then the community aspect, having... Having a workout buddy, having having a friend, or having joining a community that is encouraging you as well will make such a big difference. And it's something that people like overlook that the the community people we surround ourselves with like they shape our our habits and our thinking and our motivation. So for me personally, just some personal story, like I just naturally always try to be around people that that are more successful than me in different areas of life. And that just gives me so much motivation, like endless, limitless motivation uh, versus being around people that maybe, yeah, are not on the same trajectory or maybe are not as focused on certain areas of their life, which is okay, right? Not everybody has to be like super crazy hungry and, and driven all the time. But for me, I get so much juice from that like being around these people and that's why we created the community we have um and with people in there have been with us for like four years um or two years or eight months and everyone can interact and 
and share the journey with each other. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you are the average of you know the people that you're spending the most time with, and it is important to to pick the right people, but also not let them decide what's best for you. One of the main things that we also probably have to fight the most with our client not fight but discuss is like please don't go to orange theory anymore or like mm. don't do this thank like, you you know why are you doing no more group classes please don't do that anymore it's like yes but all my friends are there and, and i get it you know and uh you know it's, it is a good time to 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 spend time it's better than going out and drink or you know eat junk um but at the same time it's, it's like well can you can can you translate that aspects of it into new new routine and step by step make it better it's such an interesting interesting point because i was in bali last year and bali is like very much like a health like hub so a lot of people like work out and like do sauna and cold plunges and um, you really get into an environment where everybody's really into fitness um, but then at the same time like that doesn't mean that it's good for you right so Yes, having people around you who are fit and like trying to be healthy is good, but you always need to see the context of your life as well. And what I saw um, in, in Bali in the Body Factories, which was like one of the famous gyms there, uh, where you have a cold plunge and sauna. And it's a really nice like gym and it's really fun to train there. Um, but you you get into this, this group think where people stop thinking for themselves and they... They do all the things everyone else does. And then you see them taking a cold plunge and doing the sauna. And then they start ordering a lot of food and, and sitting there the whole day and eating the whole day. And like, I bet, I bet you a lot of money <laughs> that they might have done like a 30 minutes, um, like light cardio session in the gym. And then they, then they hop in a cold plunge and they feel really good about themselves, right? They feel so good. And then they slurp down like two smoothies, like a big bowl. Um, like a like a nut a ball, like a granola ball, whatever. And like I can bet you, they instantly, basically, overate their calories they burned, and but they feel really good about themselves. So it's like, obviously, not trying to bash those this like these habits, but it's just sometimes important to to think outside the box and to not just follow blindly what everybody else is doing in a group, um, and really focus on what works for you. So that's why group classes sometimes like yes they're fun and like it's good to move your body but a lot of the time it's not custom to you yeah it's a great thing for like the weekend activity right this is not going to be as hard uh, as any workouts that you're doing for yourself because you probably you know even a couple of months in the program here most of our clients already are improving so much that they become stronger than the average person and yeah, maybe just keep it as it is, like a social thing. So for example, here in Lisbon, I've already been invited to go climb. That That's not going to substitute my gym session. You know, that's going to be a social thing. If I'm still a bit sore from the gym, I'm going to climb a little bit less, but that's the aspect of it. I'm, I'm just going to be active with other people, but I'm not going to go on the day that I have to go to the gym. That's absolutely not, yes. you know, in my plan. Um, and then, you know, uh, I think also motivation comes from like people commenting a little bit on you. That's what I hear a lot, uh, you know, when people, other people notice as well. So like for me, 
a big thing is like making sure that I feel comfortable in the clothes that I'm wearing at the gym, that I feel cute or, you know, that I feel uh, that I look the part. And that's, that's a big thing as well. I, I think sometimes people don't think it's like, Oh, I'm just going to the gym. And it's like, actually it's a very public place. Uh, there's a lot of people watching you or, you know, around you. And that's a, a little tip for motivation for me. It's like, just wear something that you feel really, really, you know, strong and confident in, uh, to go, to go in and, you know, makes you motivated. You're just like, Oh, I really want to wear this, you know, today. But it happens to be a gym, yes. you know, outfit. Uh, so uh, I don't spend a lot of money in, in outfits. You know that I'm very careful with that. But then when I pick it, it's like, okay, this look looks really like, like is the part. And I see also the uh, transition, you know, between somebody who starts to go to the gym, you know, from the beginning to step by step, getting a little bit better and better and better how their clothes change as well. Right? You start with the oversized yes. baggy t-shirts and, you know, whatever pants and then he's like oh i get a crop top and then you get like the brand name and then you know you get like a sport bra and better pants so i think also that can help a lot especially for women i don't know how it is for men do you do you care at all what you're wearing <laughs> the gym it's funny i think uh i think for men it's almost a little bit the other way around at least from from my experience and what i've seen online so you start the journey like being really like like motivated like hey let me buy it like the the whole like the best shirts i can find and like let me buy the shirts of my favorite like youtubers or whatever and then you the more you make progress and the more the bigger you get and the stronger you get you i don't know you, you kind of stop caring as much and you just go with whatever feels most comfortable and you, you just want to really get a good lift in and then sometimes even just wearing like a pump cover and then taking it off towards the end uh is is the move um for me personally <laughs> for me personally i i've really stopped caring as much um for me it's a little bit different with content if i want to shoot content of course then i take take my best stuff but i think it's it's funny enough it's like a little bit other way around um for for men when it comes to working out what, what do you say like when it comes to someone like being discouraged, like one of the big questions we got is like, hey, how do you um, how do you not get discouraged on the journey? Mm. What have you found are some good like mental mental ways to think about it? And how are you not getting discouraged, Kiara, if you are um, maybe not seeing as much progress or it's not going as fast? How are you how are you approaching that? That's a very good question. Um, for me, I, I'm really uh, much aware that the standards I hold for myself are much higher than the standards I would have for anybody else. So, and I also see it in my work that I have to be kind of, you know, the voice of reason with a lot of clients where they're like, I've only lost three pounds this week. <laughs> like, okay, that's already still too much. You know, I don't, mm. I didn't want you to lose this much. And uh, sometimes it is important to have, you know, this, this data as we talked and really look back a little bit, you know, in the big picture, you know, if you're getting discouraged for the progress in the last one week, maybe then look back to a month and, say is it the whole month or is it just a week uh, and try to be a little bit more objective um there's always a trick that i that i say to my clients as well it's like 
if this person were your daughter, would you feel the same in the same way? Would you speak to this, you know, your daughter in the same way? Because sometimes you hear it's like, you know, I ate half a muffin from, you know, a free event and I'm like, I mm. messed up everything, you know, and I'm like, okay, but like, imagine if the case and we are laughing about this and I'm like, imagine if your daughter is on a, you know, you know, weight loss or fat loss program and came back and said, mom, I, you know, I'm so terrible. I ate half a muffin, you know, one time mm-hmm. of the whole week. How would you talk to her? Like, would you say, no, you're, yeah, I agree. You know, you're so terrible. You messed up everything. Why don't you go have pizza now? Right. So this is like an exercise that helps me a lot and helps the clients to put in perspective, you know, what is, you know, progression and not progression. If it's really something that uh, I'm really stuck there for a little bit and I don't see, you know, the growth that I want or the change that I want, then I do go and look for help. Um, we spoke already about this. Like, I think asking for help is one of the things to push anybody in life uh, forward the, the fastest. And so if you really are stuck, then try to get a professional to help you and um or a couple or three maybe get a few mm-hmm. opinions because um as we know sometimes uh, you know you're inspired by somebody but they're not the first person the, the best person to give you advice maybe they're just about marketing or trying to sell you something that's that's such a good point that you're making with like giving advice or a different perspective meaning like you said with your ki- with the kids or another way that also is a good way to think about it if you don't maybe have kids is like what would you tell yourself if you were your coach right um what would you tell a friend what would you tell a friend if you were their coach in this situation so if you yeah if you went to this event and you had some more some more bites and some more food what would you tell that person right and most of the time we we have the solutions in our head and we just obviously get clouded cloud judgment from a lot of different things um, from our past from limiting beliefs and when we step into this coach role for someone else then we for some reason can really have clear vision and clear input and tips and that sometimes helps as well and i love how you just start with asking like hey are you being discouraged for a good reason or is it really just being discouraged because because of why even right like if you only lost one pound instead of two pounds that you maybe were expecting like there's no reason to be discouraged and i think a lot of the time having that having that check-in with yourself like how do you personally define success and then measuring it against that uh, would be would be really helpful and a lot of people which we also talk about a lot of people and myself included like we only judge ourselves on the outcomes but sometimes we can't control them right sometimes we especially with weight progress our body is a is a crazy machine so there's a lot of fluctuations happening in your body every day especially as a woman um, going through your cycle there's always water retention coming going and hormones adapting and same for men as well and We can't expect to, okay, if I do this, then it will be exactly a pound a week or exactly two pounds a week. Um, 
So if we stop doing that, if stop judging ourselves based on the outcomes, because sometimes the scale maybe won't move, right? Because of many different reasons. That doesn't mean that you are a bad person or that you suck or that you didn't work hard enough. Instead of judging yourself based on your outcomes, try to judge yourself based on the actions and the work you put in. And if you did the steps, if you made healthy choices in terms of food and really try to be as consistent as possible, then judge yourself based on that instead of what's happening maybe on a scale. Um, because it's like a stock market, right? Always, yeah, sometimes you can't control it even though you are putting in the money. Um, over the long term, as long as it goes up, like that's that's the right thing, right? But in the short term, it might be swings in the market, ups and downs that uh, might be a bit stressful. But having that mindset will also help me a lot, like with me, sometimes not seeing the outcomes I want to see in business and fitness in personal life. I was like, okay, like what am I doing? Am I actually putting in the work every day and am I working on the right things? And then judging myself on that and not beating myself up has been, has been really helpful. Yeah. And, I, and also like you really wake up every day expecting that every day is going to be perfect. <laughs> That's just not going to happen. Mm. You know, if your expectation is like every day is going to be the most successful day, nothing is going to get on my way or nothing is going to go wrong, then really you have to, to understand that that's like a little bit arrogant. It's like, well, I'm going to be the mm. most perfect human being and nothing is ever going to happen to me. Um, so also that expectation that it is okay to have bad days, go to bed <laughs> tomorrow as a new start. Um, you know, we are talking, you know, this month has been very crazy for me. Ask me like, how do you, are you doing everything? It's like, I have this concept that is like, if I go to bed, everything is going to reset again. And tomorrow mm. I have another opportunity. So most of the times I'm like, oh, I'm thinking like this because I'm just tired. So I just go to bed and guess what? You wake up the next day and it's a whole new day and you're not tired anymore and everything looks good again. So I love that. Wow, that's such a nice way of thinking about like resetting. And it's so true, right? It's so sometimes it just takes a good night of sleep. Oh my gosh. Hell yeah. I there's a lot of times where it's like six, seven PM and you have like a very busy day and then you want to do this and this and this and you didn't get around to, to finish everything and you're like, Oh, I just can't anymore. Mm. And then then you're so hard on yourself, it's like, Oh, but I've done all this today and didn't manage and I'm like, wow. Right now, there's nothing else I can do about it. I can only sleep and then have be more fresh tomorrow. And, and that's a very good, good tip. Yes. Wow. Love that. Let's end on that. I think that's a, that's a great tip. Um, and in general, it's been, a, it's been a very good episode. So if you're currently yeah, struggling with staying motivated, staying on track, or in general, um, you just don't want to get discouraged on your journey, then uh, this EP is... Uh, should have been very helpful. Overall, I can definitely say I agree with Chiara. It will not be perfect. This journey will have its ups and downs. And as long as you keep showing up and giving your best, um, you will be successful. So thanks so much, Chiara, for hopping on. Absolutely. Thank you. And uh, everybody else, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed it, the podcast and the episode in general, then you can leave a rating and review on iTunes. I always appreciate those and I really motivate to bring you guys more value. So... Uh, thanks so much for 
giving me your attention and hope you have a great day. Talk to you uh, next time. Peace out. Yes, yes. What did you think? What an amazing episode again. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please do me a favor and subscribe to my podcast and rate it on iTunes. It's very much appreciated. We'll hear each other in the next episode. Until then, keep up the vegan vibes.